Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This evening's broadcast of the Government Name Podcast will be a mere bit sinister than your usual. Unfortunately, Cole Jackson will not be joining us today. He felt deadly ill. <laughs> Today's podcast will be a little bit more sinister than your usual variety. All of these stories you are about to hear are true, twisted, and can only exist in the government zone. You're moving into a land of both shadows and substance, of things and ideas. You've just crossed over into... What up, what up, what up, what up? It's the one and only Shogun, one half of the Government Name Podcast. And yes, I'm doing this show solo. But that's not going to stop us from having fun. That's not going to stop us from having a joyous occasion. I wanted to do something a little bit different. It is Government Name Podcast. But this time it's a little bit uh, Twilight Zone inspired. So it's just me and a whole bunch of clips deconstructing the news for the last couple of weeks and uh we just gonna go from there so uh strap yourself in let's get ready to have fun the rundown is where shogun's gonna take a shit ton of clips chop them up regurgitate them and try to tell y'all what the fuck is going on Today in this room, I'm so excited because we are going to launch in front of the world a movement, a movement that will forever be remembered as a piece of American history, a movement called Blexit. The Blexit. The Black Exit from permanent victimhood. The Black Exit from the false idea that we are somehow separate from the rest of America. The Blexit movement will spend 2019 holding rallies in every major city in America that the Democrats have destroyed. We will color these cities like this room looks colored, with positivity and with hope, progress that can only come from a change of mindset. Blexit is a renaissance, and I'm blessed to say that this logo, these colors, were created by my dear friend and fellow superhero, Kanye West. We wear this logo as a symbol that we have freed ourselves. Every American who wears this logo realizes that when we all come together, when we refuse to allow the media media to divide us, when we all come together, we'll start to understand that the colors of this country are red, white, and blue. We the free is our slogan, and we choose to release ourselves from political orthodoxy because we are free. Blexit, you can get this bullshit now from Candace Owens.
Conservative activist Candace Owens says she wants to free black voters from the decades-long grips of the Democratic Party and urges them to support the new movement called the Blexit or the Black Exit. The Blexit is a renaissance, Owens told Fox News, given the backstory behind the campaign she launched over the weekend. Blexit is the Black Exit from the Democratic Party. It is the... <laughs> The black exit from the permanent victimhood, the black exit from the false ideals that were somehow separate from the rest of America. The campaign has made hard lines recently after it was revealed that Kanye West helped design the Blexit logo. Kanye saw my original design and said, I can do it better because I'm Superman and my bipolarism gives me superpowers. Owens recalls, he didn't say all that, but he did say he could do it better. It was certainly his redesigned logo with his vibrant colors that inspired his trip to Uganda. Okay. Uh, despite the recent attention, Owens told Fox News that the concept of the Blexit developed over time. As for, uh, I got this article from Fox News. Candace Owens has purchased Blexit domain. That's B-L-E-X-I-T. Fast forward to today, she's added a founder to the Blexit movement to her resume. Okay, the Blexit is a revisionist history organization, if you ask me. It's telling us that, you know, the things that we learned in school is not true, i.e. that the Democrats and Republicans did not flip. Once upon a time, every student of history, and that meant pretty much everyone with a high school education, knew this, the Democratic Party was the party of slavery and Jim Crow, and the Republican Party was the party of emancipation and racial integration. Democrats were the Confederacy, and Republicans were the Union. Jim Crow Democrats were dominant in the South, and socially tolerant Republicans were dominant in the North. But then, in the 1960s and 70s, everything supposedly flipped. Suddenly, the Republicans became the racists and the Democrats became the champions of civil rights. Fabricated by left-leaning academic elites and journalists, the story went like this. Republicans couldn't win a national election by appealing to the better nature of the country. They could only win by appealing to the worse. Attributed to Richard Nixon, the media's all-purpose bad guy, this came to be known as the Southern Strategy. It was very simple, win elections by winning the South, and to win the South, appeal to racists. So the Republicans, the party of Lincoln, were to now be labeled the party of rednecks. But this story of the two parties switching identities is a myth. In fact, it's three myths wrapped into one false narrative. Let's take a brief look at each myth in turn. Myth number one, in order to be competitive in the South, Republicans started to pander to white racists in the 1960s. Fact, Republicans actually became competitive in the South as early as 1928 when Republican Herbert Hoover won over 47% of the South's popular vote against Democrat Al Smith. In 1952, Republican President Dwight Eisenhower won the Southern states of Tennessee, Florida, and Virginia. And in 1956, he picked up Louisiana, Kentucky, and West Virginia, too. 
and that was after he supported the Supreme Court decision in Brown versus Board of Education that desegregated public schools, and after he sent the 101st Airborne to Little Rock Central High School to enforce integration. Myth number two, Southern Democrats angry with the Civil Rights Act of 1964 switched parties. Fact, of the 21 Democratic senators who opposed the Civil Rights Act, just one became a Republican. The other 20 continued to be elected as Democrats or were replaced by other Democrats. On average, those 20 seats didn't go Republican for another two and a half decades. Myth number three, since the implementation of the Southern strategy, the Republicans have dominated the South. Fact, Richard Nixon, the man who is often credited with creating the Southern strategy, lost the Deep South in 1968. In contrast, Democrat Jimmy Carter nearly swept the region in 1976, 12 years after the Civil Rights Act of 1964. And in 1992, over 28 years later, Democrat Bill Clinton won Georgia, Louisiana, Arkansas, Tennessee, Kentucky, and West Virginia. The truth is, Republicans didn't hold a majority of Southern congressional seats until 1994, 30 years after the Civil Rights Act. As Kevin Williamson of National Review writes, if Southern rednecks ditched the Democrats because of a civil rights law passed in 1964, it is strange that they waited until the late 1980s and early 1990s to do so. They say things move slower in the South, but not that slow. So what really happened? Why does the South now vote overwhelmingly Republican? Because the South itself has changed. Its values have changed. The racism that once defined it doesn't anymore. Its values today are conservative ones, pro-life, pro-gun, and pro-small government. And here's the proof. Southern whites are far more likely to vote for a black conservative like Senator Tim Scott of South Carolina than a white liberal. In short, history has moved on. Like other regions of the country, the South votes values, not skin color. The myth of the Southern strategy it's just the Democrats' excuse for losing the South, and yet another way to smear Republicans with the labor racists. Don't buy it. I'm Carol Swain, professor of political science and law at Vanderbilt University for Prager University. Thank you, Miss Morgan Freeman. Um, well, I guess that means the Blexit might be based on some truth. Shit, I don't know. I went to public school. <laughs> Everything they told me apparently was a lie, nigga. I still think the fucking Pluto is a planet. So I'm not really sure what to think about this Blexit movement. I think it's funny that they straight up jacked the the whole EU Brexit name and called it Black Exit, the Blexit. Um, I think it's funny that Kanye West is out here getting to that money by using his designing and his street cred. It does Kanye even have street cred? It's funny that Kanye West is actually using his pool to get more people into the Republican Party. But it's kind of also a little off-putting to see this many black people, and I'm straight up saying black people wearing MAGA hats. Because I'm not really sure what that means anymore. I'm a little confused. I'm just sharing the information. We're in the government name zone. Y'all pray for the future. <laughs>
Links for today's episode will definitely be posted on our Facebook page. Make sure you go out there and check it. That is facebook.com slash government name podcast. Moving right along, we're going to go to the next terrorizing story. White people, man. It's Halloween. We understand that you really want to, you really want to, you really want to be black. Like, I feel you. I understand that. Just, just look, you can dress up as a black character. Just don't go out in blackface. So you can dress up like Mr. T. Just don't look like Mr. T. Apparently, the rule is you can wear the same clothing, but you can't wear the experience. (laughs) So don't paint your face or you'll end up like Megyn Kelly. New developments for TV anchor Megyn Kelly after causing an uproar for defending blackface and then tearfully uh, delivering that apology. She was off the air today, her show a rerun. And tonight, the network's highest paid anchor is reportedly fighting back. Here's ABC's Lindsay Davis. Tonight, Megyn Kelly's future at NBC is on the line. This morning's live episode scrapped. Instead, a repeat. Welcome to the show. I'm Megyn Kelly. Happy Friday. Kelly's views about blackface have sparked outrage. What is racist? Because because truly, you do get in trouble if you are a white person who puts on blackface on Halloween or a black person who puts on whiteface for Halloween. Like, back when I was a kid, that was okay as long as you were dressing up as like a character. Even defending the costume of this reality star. She made her skin look darker than it really is, and people said that that was racist. And I don't know, I felt like, who doesn't love Diana Rush? Kelly made a tearful apology. I defended the idea, saying as long as it, as it was respectful and part of a Halloween costume, it seemed okay. Well, I was wrong, and I am sorry. And now <laughs> Kelly is reportedly gearing up to fight back. She's hired an attorney who, according to The Hollywood Reporter, plans to meet with NBC executives Friday and argue NBC is hypocritical because the reality star wore that costume on an NBC sister network. The chairman of NBC News condemned Kelly's remarks during a staff town hall, according to Variety, saying there is no place on our air or in this workplace for them. Her Today co-host calling her out. Well, she apologized to the staff. She owes a bigger apology to folks of color around the country. Kelly is no stranger to racial controversy. She's expressed regret for these comments on Fox News. For all you kids watching at home, Santa just is white. Jesus is a white man too. Tonight, the creator of NBC News is- Wait, this bitch said Jesus is white? (laughs) Nigga, in what region does he come from? (laughs) I ain't never seen no white person over him. (laughs) What? And Santa is white. Nah, nigga, the character he was based on wasn't he? All you kids watching at home, Santa just is white. Jesus, <laughs> it was a white man too. Tonight, the career of NBC News's highest paid anchor with a reported three-year, $50 million contract hangs in the balance. David, even after Kelly's apology, the cast from House of Cards canceled an upcoming appearance on her show. At this point, the plan for Friday is to air a rerun. David? Lindsay Davis. Ah, who gives a fuck? She's getting $60 million to get fired. How do I get some of this white privilege? I need to be fired and given $60 million to get the fuck out of here. Now, honestly, I don't think she deserves to be fired because she said wearing blackface is okay. She ain't do it. She just said some shit that motherfuckers don't agree with. I wholeheartedly understand that that role that she's walking in. 
I see a lot of shit that niggas don't agree with. But at the same time, the panel she was talking to about blackface was all white. They didn't have a single person of color there. Actually, there was a, a person of color off to her right side, back behind there. If you look at the video, you'll see this black chick losing her fucking shit because Megyn Kelly is talking all this shit without even talking to somebody, a person of color. Like, come on, guys. Like, I, you know, I'm a, I'm an asshole, but I ain't that far from an asshole where I'm going to talk about. Well, yeah, I am. Anyway, I don't think she should, she deserves to get fired, but I think the main thing that really plays into it is that her show's ratings were terrible. Nobody was watching that shit. Nobody gives a fuck about Megan Kelly. And she's already hated. I mean, she came from, uh, she had a, a tainted past. So, um. We understand that Halloween is, is is happening and you want to dress up like those cool people that you see. But just make sure you don't lose your fucking job in the process. If you got to put some process on your skin, don't do it then. I don't know. I just made that shit up. Uh, <laughs> fuck Megan Kelly. Nobody gives a shit about her. But that shit is funny. Watch the video. You'll see the black chick losing her shit behind her. Speaking of black chicks losing their shit. Holy motherfucking jumping Jehoshaphat. What the fuck is this shit? All right. There's a trending video. Dr. Phil again scraping the bottom of the barrel of society to get this bullshit shit to give his show some fucking views. Has a fucking. I, I don't even know what to. How, how do you describe somebody like this? We have a self. A 16 year old african-american who insists that she's white okay first and foremost shogun believes in transracial okay i believe i saw that episode of atlanta i saw that clearly black african skin tone white man and his existence i recognize that people need a platform to you know what fuck the bullshit just listen to this i'm white i'm a caucasian because Everything about me is different from an African-American. I have naturally straight hair. My hair isn't nappy. It doesn't require weave. My nose is not. Yo, yo. <laughs> Bruh, you could clearly tell that she had a purr. Like, somebody straightened this little whole hair. Like, fuck out of here. And also, her nose is huge. Fuck you. My giant is like African-Americans. My lips are perfect. They're not too. She do got some big lips. But the lips are distracting but not as distracting as the gigantic gap that's behind her. And, and you might be thinking, yes, she has a gap in her teeth. You might be thinking, Shogun, are you shaming? Yes, because you haven't listened to the whole clip. Now, I'm going to shut the fuck up. Y'all listen to the clip. Too big and they're not too small. Like, they're just perfect. My ears, I don't have black people ears because they're really What the fuck are black people ears? All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to be yelling, but what the fuck are black people ears? Somebody tell me. Most African Americans speak ghetto, but when it comes to black people, I think they're all ugly and I have nothing in common with them. Ow! This shit hurt. I'm different from African Americans because I'm white. My figure is just like Kim Kardashian, and she's a wonderful role model. I act and I think like a white person instead of a black person. I believe that I'm completely and um, utterly better than them. Like we're on two different levels. Like okay, African Americans are here. I'm here. White people act and think just way more mature than African-Americans. Black people, they think in a criminal way. <laughs> Bruh. 
I don't know how much more I can stomach. We're only a minute in. This video's five minutes. The fuck out of here. When I think about African Americans, I feel like asking them, what is wrong with them? <laughs> yeah, I'm asking you the same damn thing. They're really dangerous. If African American is on the same street as I am, I'll cross the street to avoid their chaotic, thuggish ways. <laughs> <laughs> my chaotic thuggish ways yo what the fuck how do I, I just want to know how does this happen this young lady has a black mother <laughs> so does that mean she hates her mother <laughs> what the fuck is going on are you okay i'm irritated i'm sorry i just know that i'm white i mean she might not know that i'm white but i know that i'm white i can feel it through my veins i feel it through my blood I tell my mom, I'll never be like any of those Negroes. You know that's a soundbite for us. My mom tries to criticize me about my supposed race. I tell her she's just ignorant. There's nothing wrong with my views or beliefs because I have freedom of speech and everything I'm saying is true. Okay, Treasure, how are you this morning? I'm pretty great. How are you? I'm all right. That's great. Now, you've been listening to everything we've talked about so far, yes, right? Yes, I have. And is there anything that your mom has said or told me about that's inaccurate, incomplete, or that you want to add something to? Well, I mean, actually, yeah. You guys called me delusional earlier, and I feel like the only people no, I did who... not call you delusional. I asked your mother if she thought you were delusional. Yes, well, you asked her that question. I would like to clarify yeah. the fact that I am nowhere near delusional. I'm actually very capable and a very intelligent person, so... Uh -huh. Being... <laughs> Yo, Donovan. Donovan was like, uh-huh. Yeah, bitch. What? Look, this check better cash. That's all I got to say. Look, man, the whole video will be placed on our Facebook group. I, I really don't give a fuck about watching this shit. I, I put all faults on the mother. You know, uh, the mom might have said some racist shit about black people. And, and, you know, just to be like, yo, we don't need to act ghetto. And then, you know, the next time she saw, look at those black people doing that. They always acting ghetto. We can't go nothing. We can't go nowhere. I mean, but this is the fallout on your terrible parenting, mom. Uh, I don't know if the father's in the picture. I honestly hope not in this situation because if that was my daughter, I would beat the dog shit out of her. And I know people like Conversation Carnal Artists is going to be like, you can't beat motherfuckers like that because they mentally ill well i'm sorry i was raised in the south and i'm probably mentally ill because i was beat but she needs to be beat because she don't understand what the fuck she's saying like bitch look in the fucking mirror you're black you got big black lips you got big black nose i mean all the black i'm sorry all the white people that you hang out with are calling you nigga to your face most likely and you're just like i'll never be like those ignorant negroes <laughs> bitch please this shit is trending for all of the wrong reasons. But this is the shit that we promote in society. So why not? You know what I mean? I just want to re Oh, the funny thing is that on the YouTube page for Dr. Phil, the comments have been turned off. You know when they turn the motherfucking comments off, that spicy shit was just a flowing. I just wish we could read some of it. But fuck out of here, ho. You black. If you are not terrified living in America, just in time for the motherfucking election, we got a goddamn terrorist on the loose. No, we're not talking about Donald Trump or George <laughs> or George Bush. Those crimes have not been brought to the courts. We're talking about another psychotic, 
white quote unquote man. Um, apparently, we got a MAGA bomber, not to be confused with the the blue bomber. Shout out to Rock Man, the MAGA bomber. Check this out. The frightening deliveries of explosive devices and the nationwide search for the person who sent them ended with an arrest in Florida. These terrorizing acts are despicable and have no place in our country. Authorities say they have the person in custody who went through all this effort to mail IEDs in these yellow envelopes to prominent figures in the Democratic Party. Suspect at the AutoZone. So they found this motherfucker at the goddamn AutoZone. All right, suspect Caesar Sayak apparently sent out about, a, well, I'm just going to say sent out a whole bunch of IEDs, improvised uh, IED, explosive devices, and through the, through the USPS mail system, a PVC pipe with some wires coming out going to a digital clock. Um, none of the bombs went off. So me, myself, I think that's pretty odd. Uh, when it comes to terrorists, I want terrorists like him because none of this shit worked. So that means great. Nobody died. So we get to have all this theater and show and people getting scared and running amongst. But I got a, I got a couple of issues with this story. And as this clip plays, I'm, I'm just going to interject. So let's go. Investigators say it was a fingerprint that led them to 56-year-old Caesar Sayoc. He was arrested at 1030 this morning in a parking lot of an auto zone in Plantation, Florida, just outside Fort Lauderdale. A witness says he gave up without a fight. It almost seemed like he knew he was gonna get caught, saw him get in with no problem. Um, and he just had that look of, okay. This nigga bombed, or he sent bombs to <laughs> Obama, Hillary Clinton, CNN, uh, George Soros. I mean, like some legit people. And they arrest him? Motherfuckers get shot for having wallets in their hand and they arrest this dude. All right, it's over. Federal investigators tonight are describing him as a domestic terrorist with a political chip on his shoulder. The windows of the white van that police say he had parked outside. This nigga got a battle van. It's all white with some laminated pictures in the window. And it's mostly memes that you will see on like Breitbart or conservative media platforms. And uh, I don't know, man, this is it's still kind of iffy. The problem I have with this is that it's so fucking close to it's so close to the election. And now you got this Republican crazy guy out here mailing bombs to Democratic people. I, I just feel like this is probably some dirty trick politics bullshit. Like may, maybe this guy was set off. Maybe he was an MK Ultra guy and he just finally got his orders. Or maybe he is just so politically charged that he's ready to blow some shit up. But how you mail this many bombs and not blow up anything 14 bombs and none of them went off anyway we're covered with potential evidence the hard to miss political messages supporting the president and demonizing his critics including hillary clinton and cnn he has been charged today with five federal crimes including interstate transportation of an explosive illegal mailing of explosives he already has a past criminal record and if convicted of these crimes could face up to 48 years in prison 48 years that's it anyway so this guy has a past criminal crime uh, record so that's what led them to having his fingerprints already on file and that's what i was kind of confused by they said they found one fingerprint and it led to this guy i was like damn they got a database that good wow 
His arrest comes after four more packages of improvised explosive devices that were discovered just today. A total of 14 explosive devices in all put in the mail to Americans who've criticized President Trump or have been the constant subject of the president's anger. Each device consisted of roughly six inches of PVC pipe, a small clock, a battery, some wiring, and what is known as energetic material. These are not hoax devices. So that's where my ears started to poke up. So this guy sent out <laughs> in the U.S. postal system a PVC pipe with wires coming out of it and a clock. Like this shit looks cartoonish at best. Like if you really, if you, uh, hopefully I can throw this in as a cover art. It's a pipe bomb with wires coming out of it sent through the U.S. mail system. How are you not? <laughs> they're never gonna reach their destination. The U.S. mail system is gonna scan all of these packages. They're gonna look in it, and <laughs> the silhouette looks like a fucking bomb. It's not going on a truck. Now, all of this stuff, none of the bombs made their destination. They all got stopped. None of them went off also. I, 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 this story's iffy, man. The very first package was discovered Monday afternoon at the home of Democratic philanthropist George Soros in the suburb north of New York City. Then late Tuesday night, another device, this one sent to Hillary Clinton, caught by the Secret Service before it reached her home in New York. Just hours later, a third package in Washington, D.C. that stopped before it was delivered to the home of President Obama. How does nigga get all these people addresses? Like, I don't think that's publicly public record. I could be wrong. If I am wrong, please send me some information on it. Actually, don't send me no information. Just tell me I'm wrong. But how does motherfucker get everybody address? Package was found at a screening facility located in Washington, D.C. Then Wednesday morning in New York City, CNN was reporting on the story when it hit home and alarms went off in their own newsroom. And to have projectiles, I mean, that's a, excuse me, that sounds like a fire alarm here. We'll keep you posted on that. That device was addressed to former CIA director John Brennan, who works at CNN. Then in Maryland, another package, this time meant for Democratic California Congresswoman Maxine Waters. In Florida, police rushed to the office of Democratic Congresswoman Debbie Wasserman Schultz. The device there was addressed to former Attorney General Eric Holder, but it had Wasserman Schultz return address. <laughs> Authorities don't believe that she was in any way associated with this. By Wednesday night, two more packages, this time addressed to former Vice President Joe Biden. Both were caught at postal facilities in Delaware. And yesterday morning, the 10th package in the mail for actor Robert De Niro. At approximately 6.30 a.m., the NYPD bomb squad removed a device. There were more in the mail this morning. An 11th package recovered near Opelika, Florida. It was addressed to Senator Cory Booker. A short while later in New York City, another package addressed to former director of intelligence James Clapper. On the air, Clapper cut to the point. This is definitely uh, uh, domestic uh, terrorism, no question about it in my mind. And in California, a 13th package was recovered in Sacramento, addressed to Senator Harris. We have determined Kamala that this Harris? device was a legitimate device, and we have now rendered the device safe. And then the 14th package, addressed to billionaire activist and Democrat Tom Steyer. That package was stopped at a mail facility in Burlingame, California. We're shown the visuals, what to look for. It was taken very seriously. The big break that led investigators to SEOC was a fingerprint found as forensic examiners carefully took apart the crude IED 
that was addressed to Congresswoman Maxine Waters. Once I knew that they had a print, I was pretty confident that we'd be able to find the right. That never happens. <laughs> Niggas is <laughs> what? One print and they found this guy? All right. Person. Investigators ran the prints and found a match. Caesar Sayok, whose fingerprint was in the system because of previous arrests, including one for an alleged 2002 bomb threat. This nigga been making bombs since 2002 and none of his bombs went off. Also, the second thing that's, that's kind of iffy, this motherfucker is milling bombs with a digital clock in them. So, okay, that means that the bombs have a set time to detonate. Why the fuck would you mail them? How, does he know when the bombs are going to get there? He knows when the USPS is actually going to deliver this bomb. And, oh, at 3.15 on Tuesday, this should get to the destination and boom. No, this shit is never going to work. What the fuck is this? Get the fuck out of here. Once they find something like a fingerprint or even a partial print, that gets put into their database, which contains other fingerprints from, say, previous arrests, which is apparently how they were able to make the match. As police recovered more devices, the evidence kept pouring in. Once they could say who he was, they used his cell phone to track him. This is so 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 now they just going to come out and tell us that they can track us using our cell phones. I thought that used to be a whole huge conspiracy about a decade ago. Oh, OK, it's not. All right. Phenomenal work with the greatest pressure under an incredibly tight time frame. We see unbelievable work like this on TV and in Hollywood, but to see it up close in reality is something to behold. We're now learning more about the suspect, Caesar Sayok. His family attorney says he was living out of his van and says his former client wasn't violent but suffers from mental illness. Although we don't know the alleged bomber's exact motivations, new details about his personality are coming in. It was almost like there were two sides. All right, so this lady, <laughs> this was his former employer. I, I don't know how to describe it. There was the, you know, the courteous, the articulate, the dependable, reliable, and then there was this one that just spewed awful, vile, ungodly. Deborah Guregian, his former boss at a pizza restaurant, describes him as a reliable employee, but says his outspoken opinions were often a problem. I didn't like him as a person. I mean, because it offended me with what he was saying about me. Uh, gays, blacks, Jews, Hispanics. He loved Adolf Hitler. Um, <coughs> his, his van, what you saw was what you got with his van. It was always... Ku Klux Klan or Nazism. This lady hired or at least let him continue to work for her. This guy hates black people, apparently. He hates <laughs> gays, lesbians, whatever you want to call them. He hates everybody. And she hires him to deliver pizzas? Get the fuck out of here. I would not let somebody like that deliver pizzas for me. You would not represent my company. You would not... <laughs> I don't understand why she continued to employ this person. She knew he had mental issues. She knew that he didn't like her, period. And she employed him? Nah, man, get the fuck out of here. And there are certainly other clues that point to extreme politics. He was one of those people on Twitter constantly posting his dislike for the Clintons, Obamas, and other Democrats. He uh, may have been a part, appears to be a partisan, but that would be uh, determined by the facts as the case goes forward. Sayok also posted videos like this one on social media that appear to show him at Trump rallies. They're going to look at any type of event, any type of function that he went to, 
particularly if it was some type of political event or a campaign event. They're going to try to see, was he there with certain people? Today, the president condemned what he called political violence. We must never allow political violence to take root in America. Cannot let it happen. And I'm committed to doing everything in my power as president to stop it. And Wednesday night in Wisconsin, he urged for all sides to come together. We want all sides to come together in peace and harmony. We all can do sides. it. By the president's own account, he was on his best behavior in the immediate aftermath of this, uh, of this incident. But we have seen some significant backsliding. Overnight, the president Wait, once again attacked the media, tweeting, Funny how lowly-rated CNN and others can criticize me at will, even blaming me for the current spate of bombs and ridiculously comparing this to September 11th and the Oklahoma City bombing. Yet when nah, I criticize them, they go wild and scream, it's just not presidential. And later he wrote, Republicans are doing so well in early voting, and now this bomb stuff happens and the momentum greatly slows. News not talking politics, very unfortunate. I don't believe this would change or sway anybody into backing Democrats or backing Republicans. This is just another crazy motherfucker out there. I mean, shit, this is America. Today, reporters questioned the president about his recent remarks. No, not at all. No, I mean, not at all. They asked the president, was he the blame for the bombing? He says, not at all. Uh, all right. No, that, uh, that, there's no blame. There's no anything. Uh, if you look at what happened to Steve Scalise, that was from a supporter of a different party. And when asked if he would tone down his rhetoric. Well, I think I've been toned down. You want to know the truth? I could really tone it up uh, because, as you know, the media has been extremely unfair to me and to the Republican Party. At moments of national crisis, we've become used to a president who, who seeks to unify. Uh, president Trump does not have that same instinct. He is, by his nature, someone who plays on the divisions. <laughs> All right. All right, so I got it. I got to interrupt. I'm sorry. I've been doing it all night. So this <laughs> CNN, is, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. ABC Nightline is where I got this clip from. They just said that Donald Trump never unifies. He never. He's always playing up the division of everything. I'm sorry. That's just that's not true. He said after this, he was like in this exact clip that we're listening to. Donald Trump said we need to come together. Like, this is one of the problems with the news media. It does twist and bend things to their own will. I mean, I'm not one of those guys who hate Donald Trump just because he's Donald Trump. Like, I, I hate the policies. I hate that he's trying to take shit away that people need. But, motherfucker, come on, man. Call a spade a spade. He's not trying to divide people in this instance. He is actually saying we need to come together. Not the opportunities for unity. Even though police say there's a suspect behind bars, authorities say this may not be over yet. Today's arrest means that New Yorkers and indeed people across our nation are safe. But as Director Ray said, there might be more packages out there, so everyone still needs to take caution. When checking the mail, caution. it's now safety first. For Nightline, I'm Steve Ozinson. I don't know, man. This story is kind of iffy. I think this is just some bullshit just to get motherfuckers to... I, I don't know. The guy probably did really want to do some harm, but it's doing more political harm than it is actually doing, like, terrorizing people. Like, 
But if this is the type of terrorist we get here in America, hey, man, I'm all for it. Like, nobody died. He got his shits off. He's popular now. So, fuck you. I hope you go to butt-raping jail and uh, have a good, happy the rest of uh, your life. You know? Fuck you. And just for a little close of this whole little segment, uh, I got this off of Instagram. This is after the whole mail bombing. And this is how uh, (laughs) ABC feels about fake news. One personal note, guys, as we were setting up this live shot just a few minutes ago, we had a woman who walked by here. And even after everything we saw yesterday, prominent people being targeted, CNN being targeted, the woman walked right by where we are doing this live shot and looked at right me in the face and said, fake news. That is where we are now as a country. For now, we're putting live here in Queens, Rob Nelson, Channel 7, Eyewitness Real News. That shit was a little spicy. Like... Yeah, so we got disillusioned people. I will call myself that. I mean, I'm sitting here arguing with the news because I don't believe a lot of the shit because there's some shit, there's some questions that I would ask if I was a reporter that I don't think a lot of people are asking. But if you got people who will sit there and look at this whole story and say that this shit is fake or the news is fake, then you know you'll have people who will mail bombs throughout the United States to try to blow some shit up. I just... I'm not sure about this guy. I mean, he seems a little retarded. Why was he in the auto zone and how did they track him? And then they had all this information on him already just that quick. Like these clips that I have came from the day of the actual bombing, like the day he got arrested. So either the news is on top of this shit or they already had a profile on this guy. But uh, yeah, shit's crazy. All right, listeners, I'm gonna make this one a short one. It is now time. For quick hits, Trump deploys thousands of troops to the U.S.-Mexico border in response to the distant migrant caravan. Now, I, I'm i pretty sure this is against the law. This is a posse comitatus that, you know, no U.S. troops are supposed to be enforcing the law inside the United States. But, you know, Donald Trump does whatever the fuck he wants. Also, right in time for the election, Trump signs a bill to upgrade Martin Luther King's birthplace into a national historic park. Ford prepares for mass layoffs after losing $1 billion to Trump trade tariffs. He's bringing all the jobs. Titanic 2 is set to set sail. Uh, Are you guys getting on it? You buying tickets? The Simpsons is going to get rid of Apu because he's a racist character. I just have to ask. What about groundskeepers Willie and Dr. Hubert? He's a Bill Cosby clone, and that's a drunk Irish. Are those racist? Maybe not. I don't know. Air Force paid $1,280 a piece for coffee cups. Lawmakers want to know why. It's kind of like those gold toilets. I'm glad to see our tax money being burned for heat. Thank you. Nicki Minaj offers up to 100 k for footage of altercation with Cardi B. It's already on YouTube. Jermaine Dupree believes that boycotting the NFL, the NFL and the Super Bowl is wrong. Jermaine Dupree is trying to get to the bag. Cardi B is tired of Nicki Minaj's shit and she went on an epic Instagram rant. This is my thing, Nicki Minaj, right? How you saying that I got ragged by Riley when there's so many footages of that night, every single angle, and where am I getting ragged at? Why would I be here sitting in line like, oh, yeah, I did this, I did that, knowing that the next day there's going to be so much footages of that same night? And second of all, how you say 
that I was the, the wild animal, that I attacked you, that you was mortified, that you was humiliated, playing the victim, but now you're the gangster. You need to pick a side. Do you want to be the victim or do you want to be the gangster? You lie so much, you can't even keep up with your fucking lies. First, you're saying that you got the footage, your cameraman got the footage, but now you're talking about you want to pay somebody 100000 if they give you the footage? Yo, make sense when you're talking. I thought you was the victim. I know what there's footage of. You standing on the wall talking about, I'm standing right here, Miss Chung Lee, the street fighter. <laughs> and since you want to bring that motorsport shit up again, I'm glad you brought it up because I've been dying to talk about it for a fucking hot minute. First of all, you changed your verse two or three times and the day before... We were supposed to do the motorsport video. You turned in your last verse of it. And I was not feeling of you talking about, oh, if Cardi the QB, I'm Nick Lombardi, following it up with, bitch, you my son, go sit on a party. Bitch, you not my coach, because you never helped me to get in this fucking career. And I'm nothing like you, so you, I'm definitely not your fucking son. I'm a real-ass person. You not. So fuck out of here. And I called you that night. Oh, and I got the receipts, babe. All right. There's my phone. I'm going to my camera. That I went all the way up, October 22nd, this was your number, I called you twice, and you didn't answer. No, show you, show you, show you, it's from the beginning. And I told my label, I'm not doing the video if she don't change her verse. And then you want to talk about how I wanted to be on the Creepy Kush remix, and I was trying to stop your back. Sis, what are you talking about? First of all, I didn't even know Bad Bunny back then. That's one. And second of all, for months, I was promoting a Spanish record with Osuna that everybody knew that I was promoting. So what are you talking about? You're the one that be hopping on remixes. So why would I want to hop on a song that was already out in the Latin community for like three, three, four, five months? What are you talking about? But you, but, uh, but let's talk facts now, okay? Now let's talk about how you barked at your managers because they got the, because you and GZ got the same management and you barked at them because they gave me the No Limit record, which they presented to you first and you didn't like the record. You didn't believe in the record. Nobody actually believed in the record. Me and GZ, every single time that they climbed up the charts, we was extremely excited and you barked at your management because they gave me the record. And that's fucking fact. Then since you're talking about suing and shit because you claiming that Riley beat me up. Sis, I don't got to sue nobody because of a fight. I'm a street bitch. That is called snitching, you know? But since you want to talk about suing, maybe I should sue you for defamation of character since you want to claim that I'm using something illegal called payola because you don't understand why I am so fucking successful. And my thing is, just like every new artist that had a mega hit like SZA, LMA, after they get a mega hit, everybody wants to listen to them. So why is it that when people want to listen to me, you cannot believe it, that I, I got to be cheating for that? First of all, you was bopping to my shit. Second, my new single came out called Money, right? So my thing is, my single hasn't even impacted radio yet. And yet, it's doing so good on Apple. It's actually number one on the top, chart, top charts all genres on Apple. And that's the same shit that you got your queen radio on. So how can I possibly use payola on some shit that endorses you? Man, is you shitting me? Then since you talk... So this shit is epic. There's a lot more you can follow it all. It's on Instagram, but I'm just saying, like this shit's over with, Nikki. Like Cardi B won. Just hang it up. So I don't know. Kind of depressed. I want to have more fun. I miss Cole, man. I I need Cole here. Like that's that's where all the fun comes from. But shit, 
this is all the real shit. Like, this is real life events. Like, I've been saying that we're living in bizarro world since like Trump got elected. But damn it, dude, what 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 the fuck else? Like, when the aliens gonna show up? Like, my nigga, we we just she's getting a little retarded. Y'all have a happy Halloween. Eat some candy. Government name, we out. And also, the plantation is a free range plantation. You know, you can go anywhere you want to go. You ain't got to report to work if you don't want to because we's free. BYK Radio.